Hello and welcome back to the Zach and Emmy podcast, everybody. This is podcast number four, uh, Relationships as an Environment. Uh, so Zach, do you want to start off with the first question? What's up, y'all? Chilling. So our first question is, how does the relationship from your childhood affect the relationships you have with people today? Ultimately, it comes down to they have to make the decision to change themselves. Like, doesn't matter how much you love them, doesn't matter how much you do for them if they're not willing to change. But as a kid, that's just such a hard thing to realize, especially when it's, you know, your parent or somebody else you love so much. Uh, but for me, growing up, I'm definitely glad that I had my dad and my stepmom to fall back on and to grow up with because. Like you said, her mom wasn't a very good person. And like that's the thing. Like I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk trash about her. But it's just like it's just the way that it was. It's just a, it's just the way that it was. It's just a fact. And I only say like that. sure I have some hard feelings about it, but I'm not not gonna know about that here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and it's just like the only reason I feel okay saying that is because I'm so much younger than her, and I think that. I've handled a lot of similar things that we've went through in a better way. And like, obviously you can say that's because I learned from the, what she did or whatever, but her having the same people in her life that we had in our life that made us who we are and her not taking that opportunity, I think is what really just kind of pushed me over the edge with her. Yeah. Continuing off that whole mommy issues thing. I definitely like growing up, I always was looking for a girlfriend or I always had a girlfriend. I was just looking for somebody to love because I never had that in my home life or I never had that growing up. And I knew that it was something that I was missing. It was something that I craved, something that I wanted. So I wanted to take care of somebody like that. I wanted them to take care of me like that because I never got it. Like I never had a hug from my mom, like feel good or feel like it came from a loving space or that affection. And I think that's really interesting too, though, because I remember being a little kid and like wanting my mom, like when she was gone, like I'd want her so bad and I'd miss her so much. And then she'd come back around and it's like, this isn't what I missed. I know he came back and I was like, oh shit. Yeah, like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, how, I mean, affecting relationships that I have with people today, that's definitely, for me at least, I see it a lot. Um, and just with people pleasing and never wanting to be a burden, never wanting to cause a problem. Like, obviously, I've grown a lot from that. And like, I'm not, there's a TikTok that I saw about like dating men, and it was like, always be willing to be a problem and it's like I fucking hate that so much because who would ever want to define themselves as like the problem um and like even if you're like as I a problem or a victim well either way like it's the, no I, that's what I'm saying like, yeah, like people do this people do the same thing like it's just not I don't that doesn't feel very respectable to me and like for me it's like I'm always going to stand up for like the truth and justice and like just being honest and authentic and genuine and I wouldn't 
like if you're coming from the right place it's never you just being a problem or like be willing to be a problem I get like again like I get where you're coming from but it's just it doesn't feel like it's from the right space like it just feels petty uh and just like with boyfriends and stuff too like I've struggled a lot well being a problem is different than being a catalyst for change yeah exactly that's exactly and just like with boyfriends and dudes today like I I grew up with you guys I grew up with all brothers all my cousins were dudes I didn't have a good relationship with my mom I was a lot closer with my dad so growing up I definitely was just always a little bit more aggressive and sharp cut and just like not it's so hard for me to relax into a relationship because I always feel like I have to be the person that is the backbone and it's like I hate that feeling because I don't want to be the alpha and like I don't like, do you know what I mean about being the backbone? Like, I don't mind being a strong person in the relationship, but I don't want to feel like I'm, like, the one with, like, I have better, like, things like I have better morals than you, or, like, I, I'm i the one taking, I'm the one, I'm the only one who's making you a better person. Like, you're not making me a better person. It's just me doing what I've always done for everybody else. Yeah, and, well, then I wouldn't define it as, like, a, healthy relationship and not that it's toxic but I think like a healthy good relationship both people should be growing both people should be helping each other grow so if it's one-sided like that like you're taking care of somebody I don't think it's really the right relationship for you well no that's exactly how I feel too because I well and I think with relationships you attract a certain pattern until you learn why you attract that person or that pattern or why you like create that in your life and so that's like the thing I've been most scared of in relationships is like I'm always so scared of is this right am I sacrificing anything am I doing something wrong um just because I think dad looked a little bit closer at me because I was just the only daughter for so long so like I never brought any guys home or I never did this or I never did that and so now in my relationships I think I just look at it very analytical and it's really hard for me it feels like getting out of my head and just being in a relationship and experiencing it feels like I'm forgetting to do something really important that I should be doing. I mean, that's kind of what I did. I'd throw myself in a relationship and I'd sacrifice my self-respect or a part of myself just to placate, just to have peace. There's something so intoxicating, though, about just to take care of somebody yeah like, well, I mean that's the that's the danger I know but in some world or in some version like there must be there must be someone out there where that is like that is the right decision you know what I mean or like doesn't it always get to that point where you have to kind of let go of that and just throw yourself into the relationship to fully experience it or like see what it's like and obviously it'll be different like now that you're older and now that you have you learned your lessons and you have a stronger foundation and like you know what you're doing more like I've always struggled with that or like you guys make fun of me or people make fun of me because I just I cut people off really quick if I don't like something and everyone's always like give them a chance give them a chance but it's like I feel like I can trust myself so well that like if the feeling ever comes up like this isn't going to work out like the second that thought comes into my mind I feel like I let it sit there and then it's like everything they do shows me that so it's hard yeah I mean your intuition is great you've spent so long honing it especially for relationships like 
every girl that I've fallen in love with, I've known that they were special to me right off the bat. Like before I even met just one of my friends or like meeting them in school and seeing them for the first time. Like I knew they were bright. I knew they were special. I mean, obviously I had no idea how they'd, how much they'd impact my life or like where it would go, but I knew that they were special to me. Yeah. And I feel like it's really interesting though, because you're like, you're the guy in the relationship, like just going back to foundational things, like you're the provider, like you would be the person creating like that backbone or that environment. Obviously both people add to it, but just like coming, you know what I like, just being a guy. They're just providing that safe space, that security. Yeah. And that's definitely where I'd give a lot of myself up, which is a hard lesson I had to learn, but it's not something I do anymore. I I mean, now I know the right way to like take care of somebody and provide that safe space without uh, giving up any parts of myself or without respecting myself like now I know how to do it and respect myself and maintain my identity my separate space my boundaries it's hard though too with relationships because nothing's ever clear-cut oh yeah and I think when you find that right person like you will kind of fall like head over heels like that and give it all but it's it's kind of a different joining you know what I mean? Like, I know I you do. don't have to worry about falling in love with that one. Like, obviously, you'll whatever the honeymoon phase, and you still have to get um, you still have to maintain your identity. Like, that's always important, uh, being your own self. But like, when you meet that person, of course, you merge. Like, your souls merge. That's the thing, though. Like, I love that. I love that intoxicating feeling of connection. And like, I do believe in having like those connect that, that those connections that you have with people where they feel so like, just like, damn, like, I really, I really enjoy this person. I really enjoy being with this person, but you know that they're not ready. They're not ready to handle it. Like, I hate, like, I love relationships and I love connection, but I hate that shit so much because it's like, just that, that feeling of missing who you know they could be or who you thought they were and like obviously that's not their fault and like that's not their burden to carry but it's not your it's not yours either so yeah I mean I mean I think everybody goes through that you know when they break up with somebody you miss who they were who they could be who they used to be which is I guess just who you thought they were but like and it's hard when you like it's a tough heartache it's a tough heartache just, and when you know you're doing everything that you could be doing for yourself. Yeah, I, that's the part to focus on when it's well, tough. But That's what I mean, though. Like, when you're doing everything that you can do for yourself, like, you're not you're not sacrificing anything, but it's the it's just the hardest thing that you do. Choosing to not fall into the old comfort of things or the old comfort of people or just what you're used to. It's just like, fuck, like, if I'm I'm going through this, like, why why won't you come with me? yeah and like obviously those aren't the questions those aren't the questions to ask and like whatever but it's definitely what it's what hurts yeah just what hurts it's just what goes through your mind i think it's also interesting finding those people that you really enjoy um but not in a, 
figuring out whether it's in like a romantic way or a friend way like because i have this i have this one friend that i've loved forever and we definitely danced around that like at first i didn't know what way i wanted her in my life i just knew i wanted her in my life and for her it was confusing as well like she liked me we had to figure it out but I mean, now we're best friends. We're so close. And like, I I love seeing her. Every time I see her, it's phenomenal. Like, changes my life, reassures me about the world that there's still good people in it. See, like, that shit hurts so much, though. Because I probably... And like, all of all of the guy friends that I've met that have only been guy friends that haven't wanted more for me have been your friends. And so not to name drop, but like Keller, like I love Keller. KTE. Yeah. Like I love, I love that. (laughs) And like, he's always, but he's always just, he's all, well chance too, but like they've always just, they've respected that boundary of like just being friends. Like those are the only friendships that I've had where they've never, where guys haven't tried to get more from me or like see what could happen or like um see what they can get out of me and like that's why I feel so yeah those are my boys they for real are like well just it's so hard too with guys because it's like I I love being nice like I love being a loving person I know that like in my heart like I'm just a very loving and nurturing person and I very much enjoy taking care of people and like making you feel good and like I know that definitely comes from like the Afghan thing too like if you come to my home I'm gonna take care of you and I'm oh gonna- yeah I love feeding people or giving them tea or just making sure they're taken care of yeah and I think for a, just well I know that we're very connected to that and we're very like I know we're very pure with our intentions. And I think that it's harder for me, I don't know, definitely for both of us, but just being a woman and having people take that out of context or being like, oh, like she wants me. Like, bro, she doesn't fucking want you. <laughs> it's just, it's hard. It's really hard. And it feels, especially with like friends that you've known for like a really long time or anything like that. And like, they want more from you or they act like you're not giving them everything you should be is how they act um or like guys are just so much more entitled with it so like it just feels more of like a betrayal and so like in relationships too like I feel like that's made me so much more like just analytical of do you actually can you actually handle who I am because I know that like who I am like I'm very ambitious like I love always trying to be better and I want I want things to change and I'll put the effort in to make things change if I don't like that like I'm never gonna just sit there and complain or I'm never gonna sit there in my discomfort and expect you to fix it for me um and I think you want somebody to push you to be better not solve your shit for you yeah and I think that that makes a lot of guys insecure and uncomfortable and like not even guys just people in general like it makes them very insecure and like the thing is like I'm not like I'm very confident but like things make me insecure too but it's just how you handle it or how you choose to kind of you know what I mean yeah so for our second question are you in a relationship or an environment simply because you both have shared trauma is it a beneficial relationship I think the only relationship I really have uh with that I'm in because of shared trauma is 
this one right here, the one with my twin. Bro, I don't, I, I really don't know. I don't think that counts, B. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, So, like, for me, I'm really reluctant to kind of share that with people or let them take care of me in that way because it doesn't, fe- I doesn't feel like their job. And that definitely just relates back to me like doing a lot of things that weren't my job. So like, I never want anyone else to feel like that. But I think that it just creates itself, the shared trauma thing and the comfort thing. I think that just creates itself in a lot of different ways. And I think that you will always have relationships that you go through that kind of get you closer and closer to everything that's meant for you. Yeah, and I, well, I think a big distinction too is you are you're always going to bond with the people that you had similar experiences with, similar childhoods with. Like, I mean, you bond through sharing experiences such as that, and I think it's important just to get the distinction between shared experiences and shared trauma, and also like what that means for you and how to really get past that trauma. Because there's a difference between being in a relationship with shared, with someone with shared trauma and being in a relationship with someone just because you had similar experiences or you have a similar perspective. Yeah. And like those two can definitely like mix. Like you can be dating the same, you can be dating someone because you have shared trauma and because you have shared experiences, but it's important not to date someone just because you have that shared trauma and you're right. It's rather that you both get over it instead of that you both suffered from this and you both pity each other for it. Like, that's the thing, too, though, because, like, obviously, everybody goes through hard things in their life. For me, in relationships, like, looking at the people that I've felt most connected with have been people that have been through a lot and they seem like they've gotten better. I I just appreciate it because it... Yeah, they usually see the world through a deeper perspective. Yeah, like you just you feel that connection more. So like for people who like who haven't really been through anything or who have always had someone that's had their back, like obviously like like good for you. I have nothing against you. If you're a good person, you're a good person. If you're self-aware, you're self-aware. But for me personally in relationships, I definitely notice that pattern. And it's hard because like obviously everything always carries burden like no matter what it is everybody always has burdens and it's just like are you willing to work through them or not and just being always being very real with yourself and constantly like especially in just in the beginning stages of relationship like is this truly is this truly what I want am I sacrificing anything for this why do I like this person what am I getting out of this and what am I putting into this like, I think it's a lot more of, like, that energy flow back and forth and, like, whether it brings you, like, that's how I just see relationships. Like, you just, you're constantly putting energy into each other and not that it's, like, taking away from you, but it's, like, you guys create your own kind of energy. You know what I mean? And so, like, that's with you or that's around yeah, you. Yeah, and if you put the energy into like, get over that stuff together instead of hiding behind it or using it as an excuse to not be great to not grow well yeah that's just well that's the hard question is it a beneficial relationship and so I think it's just about being real enough with yourself yeah and not hiding behind anything yeah and so that brings us to our next question why are you drawn to certain people and certain environments and 
I think for most people, the biggest drive would be being comfortable. Like everybody wants to be comfortable with people. Everybody wants to be comfortable in their environment. And I just don't. And if you've shared trauma with someone that's, that's comfortable, that's familiar. Oh, and that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, I don't think, I don't think enough people have put in the work to redefine what comfortable means to them to do the work, to get out of it, meaning those old patterns and the old ways that you used to find comfort and rather than something that new that you've created for yourself or worked towards where it would feel more something safe. healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I agree. Though, too, not having a role model or not having someone to look up to, to be like, um, especially like not even parent figures, but just someone that you can look up to in your life where it's like, oh shit, like, would they really, would they really be making, would they be making the same decision? Um, or like, if I had the strength that I think they had, would I be making the same decision? Yeah, that's a really good point too. Just how many people have like, a good relationship in their life that they can find role models in that they can emulate well that's well and that just like brings us to social media and stuff too like lately I feel like I've just been getting so sick of it and it's been making me want to like create more content or do more things on social media just because I feel so disappointed with everything that I've seen like it just feels like it's so the fact that it's so refreshing when you see someone being authentic or being genuine on social media, you're like, oh shit, like that really jumps out at you. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's turned so much into constantly just trying to be something that you're not or portray yourself as someone that people want to be. And just like for kids, especially like younger and younger getting on like electronics and the internet and everything. It's like, you see that and it's like, oh, I need to try to be this. I need to try to be this. And it's like, obviously like that's just that's just what's gonna happen that's just how kids are they just soak they just soak that shit up it just goes in their brains so it's like bro yeah and like, I think that's the way to be yeah and so for like our little sisters and like even ourselves like it's hard because it's just like and it's disappointing for me in the world to see what has gotten so popular and see how like the really popular people handle it and how they don't choose to be better or better themselves or like try and help out or like say something like so many few people do that and it's like dude what like what does everything come to it's like especially with the people who like started from the bottom and like made it like dude you're doing the same shit like why wouldn't you I hate when people... why wouldn't you want to do all the stuff that you wanted to see when you are at the bottom yeah, like, why aren't you taking, you ha you got the opportunity for some reason, like, the universe gave you this opportunity, obviously, everyone has their own learning curves, or, like, whatever, but, like, just for me, like, being very similar age and seeing all this shit, it's, like, dude, I really wish you'd take this opportunity for everything that it was, like, even if you didn't help out other people, like, at least, like, help out yourself, like, give yourself, make yourself learn new skills, put yourself in challenging positions, see what you can do, like, really, like, get into it, like, stop, like, just the feeling of like you're living for everybody else. Yeah. And that's what's so scary about social media too is um, like Andrew Tate. I thought it was a joke at first seeing some of his videos like a few years ago or a couple months back. Um, I didn't really believe that he had such a big following or that people really like listened to what he had to say because it was just so atrocious. Like he's literally the definition of toxic masculinity. And I think it's good that he got arrested. He finally got arrested. He finally got caught for, and is facing some consequences for just having those beliefs. Like, cause that's so dangerous putting that into 
uh, young boys' heads when they're just looking for a role model, something to look up to, and you're just feeding them junk like that. Well, and I think a lot of people just got so attracted to it because it was so it was so out there, and he, like the stuff that he was saying was so extreme that I think in like a lot of young kids' minds, especially guys' minds, it's like, oh, like nothing else worked. Maybe maybe I have to be this extreme, or maybe this is the only thing that gets, um, what's the word? gets things done or like gets whatever it's out there yeah well and that's what's so that's what's so scary about social media too is because it's just like you don't know how many people are taking that seriously you don't know how many people are just laughing at that that's why i and guess being like this guy is so ridiculous and you don't know how many people are looking at that and being like damn maybe this is the way i should be maybe this is the way i should act well especially just like with how much shit people go through and like how hard of a time they have like you know, stuff on social media especially women too like just with the whole all men suck thing or like you have to be willing to be a problem or like he should be doing everything for you like you're the woman like bro like take a step back and just look at yourself like are you really someone that you want to be it's like it, when you were a kid is this really who you saw yourself growing up into not everything I think people forget that they have the power to see things for how they are and make their own opinions about it. And like- It's a choice. Yeah, it is a choice. And like, you can change your reality if you want to change your reality. You can change the way you think if you want to change the way you think, but it's always going to be easier to pick up other people's ways of thinking or other people's ways of doing things. I don't think anyone really takes a lot of time to really just like sit with themselves and like, even like sitting in front of a mirror and talking with yourself. Like the thought of that, people are like, that's so weird. Like you're talking to yourself. Like, dude, you're with yourself all the time. Like if you're having a hard time with something or you can't comprehend it, like talk it out with yourself first, like see what, see what you have to say or like journaling or like whatever, like it sounds so whatever you want to call it or like just like people think it's stupid and I thought it was stupid at first too, but then you start talking to yourself or you start journaling and you're like, damn, I didn't actually, I didn't really, I didn't know I felt like that or I didn't know that's why I was doing this. Yeah, it furthers those uh, trains of thought and yeah, I mean, that's why I tell people on, on the meditations to just look in the mirror, especially while you're meditating. It will just help remove all those filters you have about yourself throughout your daily life that you never really think about. I mean, they're always there, so you just figure that's how you are. But if you take the time to look at yourself, if you take the time to talk to yourself, you'll realize, shit, maybe I have some filters on and I'm not seeing me for who I really am yeah like maybe I'm not being completely honest with myself yeah and that's the thing journaling like talking to yourself when no one's there to listen to you you're still listening you're still there that's the thing like you're always you're with yourself all the time and the fact that people are so like no yeah and that reinforcement is important you know like whether you're telling yourself negative shit or whether you're helping yourself out like you listen to that unconsciously yeah, everything, everything has a consequence. Everything, everything means something, whether you want it to or not. And especially just being alone with yourself or talking with yourself, like, and like, I noticed that I noticed that a ton with myself, like it's, it was really, it was really hard for me to be alone because I've always grown up with so many siblings and I was always with you. And like, especially being a woman, like I always had, I always had somebody to take care of, like whether it was you guys or dad or the kids or whatever, like that was where I kind of got my worth from. Or like, that's 
where I felt fulfilled in my life when I didn't have anything else. So I really held on to that. And so now living alone, it's like, who am I cooking? Like, who am I cooking dinner for? And then I'm eating alone. And then it's like this. And it's like, dude, just take a second, sit with yourself. Like, why are you so, why are you so scared? Not scared to be alone, but why does it make you feel like you can't just enjoy yourself and enjoy the things that you would do just because you're by yourself? Or like, my biggest thing is watching I love watching tv with people only because I love falling asleep it's the only time I feel like I can take a nap and like really relax and get comfy because it feels like I'm because it you feels love like I'm, falling asleep during shows man. I do because it feels, <laughs> like, it feels like you're there and it feels like you're watching out for me and we're hanging out and I'm comfortable and I'm if anything happened you'd be there like not that I think something's gonna happen but I think it's just that like that feeling of like okay like I'm okay. like I know I'm okay you know what I mean um so it's definitely something that I've noticed like or like watching tv by myself it feels like I'm not being good enough or I could be doing something better yeah I just feel like I could be more productive yeah and that's definitely just from growing up and like mom being a bitch and being like never letting you just Rad, I watch tv yeah like nothing <laughs> nothing ever felt relaxed like I never felt like I could take a nap because I felt like I was just being a piece of shit like so it's like that was the environment you were in yeah so just like unlearning that and it's like okay taking things day by day how do I how do I want my days to look how can I help myself enjoy this day and get everything done that I need to get done and like um noticing where you're sacrificing things and where you're giving in and being not shaming yourself for it like I struggled with that so much too, like just being so mean to myself over the things that I know I should be doing differently or that I I can change and that I'm not. And like, I feel like I've just started to realize and understand like, bro, you're not, you're not changing and you're not getting out of these things because you have to be doing better um, or because you can't be shitty. It's because you deserve better. And you deserve to come to your to co- go to yourself and come to yourself from a place of love, and you deserve to be loved and you deserve to feel safe. Like it's not about taking things away from yourself or being hard on yourself or being better. Like constantly, you know what I mean? Like you deserve to feel love. Damn straight. So for our next question, how do those relationships or environments change as you get older? Do they change? I think relationships change as you get older, just as you learn more, just as you have more experiences. And and honestly, that's really up to you because like I know people who are stuck in the same relationship since high school, whether they're dating the same person or just dating the same types of person, like they're really not getting uh, the most out of it for themselves. They're really not getting the care they need out of that relationship, the growth that they need. So yes, it changes as you get older, but Honestly, it just changes as you learn how to take care of yourself and respect yourself and respect the boundaries that you have for yourself and how to grow with another person while still maintaining that separate identity and letting go of that trauma and learning what you can from it. Because I honestly feel like that's what a lot of people get stuck in, whether they realize it or not. Yeah, and I definitely agree with that. The get older thing, I just take that as getting more experience. I think you always have that opportunity or that possibility to leave that behind. But like, just whatever relationships you had when you were a child are obviously not going to follow you around. But like, that's just where that's where you learned everything. That's where you 
made a definition for love and comfort and familiar familiarity and just whatever you experienced. Um, so I think they do change, but I think that change is always just left up to you. Yeah. And to the, and to some extent, like what experiences you get as you get older is really up to you. Like you choose to stay in the same relationships. You choose whether or not you want to put yourself out there or not and try new things. And with all that being said, I think a nice way to just tie it all up is that some relationships are really just there for you to learn from and leave behind. See, like, that's a very big question for me. And that's the, that's what I, I don't know, just like with everything I experience, like, is this real? I think is my biggest fear. Like, is this real or is this just something for me that's going to turn into a lesson, which I guess I can't really focus on because it's like I everything is a lesson you learn from everything but just like is this something that's going to stay solid in my life or is this something that I need to learn to be to have and then be okay without um or like with this guy that I'm seeing right now like I haven't known him for that long or I just in this past year I feel like I've been very good at manifesting like relationships or just what I want in a relationship like I wanted someone that was like really conventionally physically attractive I got that and the connection wasn't there so I was really yearning for a really good like connection and in intense connection and then I had that and then they just weren't able to give me everything that I deserved and like nothing against them it just it just didn't work out and um and then I really, from that, I really wanted someone to take care of me and be there for me and really want to be there for me. And so that's where I'm at now. And like, it's just weird how close everything has been together and like how things have worked out. But it's like, is this something to learn from or are you actually here? You know what I mean? And so just like the way that he's been treating me, like I am, I am very taken care of and he brings me flowers and he takes you to dinner and he does this and he tells me that he's there for me and like all this shit but it's just like for me I don't know when the point comes where I stop being skeptical especially just like with the stuff that we've been through with our family like obvious for me I feel like things like family and like being disappointed in someone and being there for someone means a lot deeper to me than it means to other people because of what we've been through and I wouldn't even necessarily call it trauma like it kind of is but it's just it's just life like it's just how things worked out so it's just like at what point is it real well and just like always having my dad and all my brothers like they've always been I have always been taken care of and I have always been looked out for and I've always had those strong like male people in my life and I do I think that also kind of makes guys intimidated too but it's just like I don't know how to how to bridge the gap because like having you guys as those role models and me being the only girl like it's definitely caused me to like I know how I should be treated but being the way that I am it makes me want to, it makes me want to be that person where like you can give anything to me and I'll handle it like don't worry like no burden like no trouble to you like I got it I got you so it's really hard I think for a guy to kind of overcome that or like be bigger than my way or how I'm able to provide it and like it's hard too because so you're saying because you had us all around you that you just took that 
on for yourself instead of what your boyfriend should be. Yeah. And like now being older, I realize that I don't, I shouldn't be that, I shouldn't need to be that person in my relationship, but I still have like, those are just my qualities. And so that I think like being taken care of or being loved or being there for somebody just means a lot more to me than it means to other people. And I think that's why I have such a hard time trusting it. Cause it's like, I don't know you, and but I know me. You know what I mean? That's why I don't really get nervous because it's like, if something doesn't feel right, then I'll just walk away. But it's like, fuck, like I want, I want you to take the opportunity. All right, with Emmy going off there, I think it's a great place to end it. Uh, thank you guys for being here with us for our conversation, listening in. I uh, hope to see you guys next week at the Zach and Emmy podcast. Again, tell your friends about it. Spread the word. Get us out there. Thank you. Ew. Ha, <laughs> <laughs>